You ready? Welcome to another great episode. No. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Great Food and the Best Topics with Husband and Wife. Today we're here at Betty Dangers, located in, is it Minneapolis? Or where? Yeah, it's Minneapolis. Um, if you wanted to get really specific, it's uh, the village of Palm Springs Land. So, uh, it's the Northeast Art District of Minneapolis. Um, I would say it's diversified. It's a nice mix of people here. Um, Betty Dangers is a really, really cool, whimsical um, it's restaurant. It's a nice mix of people here, like, in terms ta- of what... <laughs> I am talking about the city, not immediately oh. right now. Okay, because I was going to say we're surrounded by, like, about white people. <laughs> 99% white people. There's one black guy working here. <laughs> There's an uh, Asian white dude over there. Everybody else is white, except for us. I guess we can't count ourselves out. Yeah, I guess. Where I'm already standing we, we strong. Diver- we just diversified it just by being here. This is the same neighborhood that we went to um, e go karting uh, for my birthday. Oh really? And this is the same neighborhood that we went to the Lloyd Security oh, Christmas you. party. So, oh yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting area. It's really industrial too, but like old industrial. It's like they haven't used it in a while. Um, so the ambiance of the cities cool the ambiance of this location is awesome it's considered a country club uh, it's called Betty Dangers and um, the family who started Betty Dangers essentially obviously probably white and affluent um, took their daughter Betty who was a little bit different right she wore uh, bright colors and just stood out she they went to this uh, country club when she was five and all the kids started making fun of her. So they chose to make a, a country club for themselves and others that, you know, didn't fit a specific mold. And I just think the story is cool. Uh, there's mini uh, golf. Is that what it is? Mini golf? Or putt-putt? What is it called? Mini yeah, golf? mini golf. Okay. And there's a huge Ferris wheel too, which um, makes it pretty cool. So you grab some cocktails, Hop onto the Ferris wheel with uh, your girlfriend, and, your and wife. The, co- the color theme is green and pink. No, but then you go inside of the location, and it's like it looks totally like you wouldn't expect it. I'll, I'll keep that a secret uh, for when you visit. There's, but there's pink chandeliers in there. Is Did you it? Notice it? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe I'll spoil it for you guys. It's all wooden. It almost seems like a really regal type of location where you have pretty expensive meals. No, uh, it, I mean it is like that, but then outside it's kind of like a beachy, Playful, it's yeah. like a beachy theme. It's the juxtaposition of the, right. you know, two opposing like feelings. Cool place. Uh, we're going to let you know how the food tastes, which is the most important part of any restaurant, right? Um, with that being said, are you ready to introduce the topics? Sure, I'll start it off. So. Should we talk about all the topics that we're going to go through today, or should we just go back and forth? How do you want to do it today? We usually just go through it, but let's introduce the topic, something new. Okay. I sip on my bro mosa. So, hey, bro mosa. Why don't you tell them what that's like? What's your bro It's mosa actually is? really good. Uh, so, a mimosa is usually like uh, champagne and orange juice. Well, this is a bro mosa, so you have like a wheat beer and an orange juice. It's just watered down beer at that point, but it tastes really, really good. Um, not something to get you drunk, but something to match your probably wife with with, some, with a mimosa. So I have a I have a an interesting cup. drink too. 
Okay. So this is prickly pear pink lemonade. Mm. So it's pretty good. What's the alcohol in it? I don't think there's alcohol in this. I thought I ordered alcohol, but I don't think I did. Can I taste it? Yeah. It tastes just like pink lemonade, but it has a little... You can taste like the difference. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Reminds me of like fruit infused water. It has like that little yeah, aftertaste. Yeah, it has like a little, it's like a refreshing aftertaste. Okay, so today's topics, my two topics are going to be Kylie Jenner and her recent cover on the Forbes list right. of being a quote-unquote self-made billionaire. Her, um, <laughs> her makeup line has I don't know if it's just projected or she has already made nine hundred million dollars um, within in three years, which is crazy. Hmm. So that's my first topic, and my second topic is um, Chance the Rapper's proposal, and um, this this uh, sparked uh, I guess a debate between him and another person that said that his proposal was trash. That. You know, he basically just proposed to his his girlfriend of I believe they've been together for five years to have a child together. Um, in the it looked like it was kind of like at a family barbecue for Fourth of July, and he got on one knee and proposed to her. And um, you know, a, a quote unquote fan went on Twitter. Uh, I think it was on Twitter and said that dang, like I think she deserved a little bit more than just like basically was like, well, might as well get married, been together, have a kid. Like, um, so I haven't seen the footage or even read anything about that, so that, I'm really curious to know more. That's the my second topic, and then Casey's topics are going to be, it's National Ice Cream Day. National Ice Cream Day! So it's yeah. going to be about what your favorite ice cream is, and a favorite ice, like, ice cream memory. And also, um, what was your second topic? Yeah. I keep on forgetting what it was. Um, the last and final topic is Amber Rose's slut oh, walk, walk that yeah. happens in October. Um, just what she's trying to do. And like her message. It's and... actually getting across. Yeah. I don't know. So, we'll talk about I'll it. Start, so I'll start it off with the whole, uh, with Kylie Jenner. So obviously there's been a lot of debate on social media whether she's quote-unquote self-made. A lot of people just feel like she's not self-made because she was born into a rich family. So she had a lot of opportunity already, a lot of privileges Mm -hmm. in order to get there. Um, I think on a flip side of it, people are like, she still had to put in a lot of work to make that line successful. Although mm. she had that support system put in place, right. like that doesn't necessarily mean that you're automatically successful just because, you know, you you're rich and you put something out. Right. Like there was still a lot of work that she had to put into that for it to be successful. Right. Um, and I agree with that. Like I don't know if necessarily she meets the definition of self-made, um, but it was something that she did on her own. She probably had, she had a, like a little bit, I don't know for sure, but she had money of her own before she even did her lip kit. Like she had already moved out of her, like her parents' house, hmm. before, like maybe at 18. Right. Because she had money from doing, keeping up with, keeping up with the Kardashians. They had a, a clothing line, her and Kendall had a clothing line. 
that I think they started out at Pac- selling at PacSun. So she had her own money already. Hmm. Just for being, you know, in that family. So I'm assuming that she took that money that she had and she invested it in this lip kit Maybe. business. And it expanded from lip kits to just full on makeup now. Yeah. So I think that um, she put in a lot of work in order for, for that to make it successful. I don't necessarily think that just because she was rich, like it made something successful. I can't really think of a situation of a rich person like putting something out and it not like working. I'm sure that happens all the time. Yeah. Well, I agree and I applaud the situation. I'm not hating on the situation at all. I mean, to analyze it, um, my thoughts right away is congratulations, you know, to this young entrepreneur. Um, You know, $900 million is nothing to frown at. The fact that she's a woman and she's doing something huge despite the story it's inspiring so yeah put that on the front cover she's not even 21 yet yeah put that on the front cover because you know what i'm what we're trying to do for our daughter is essentially let her know that there's no like there's nobody that's going to be waving a flag a green flag for you to go right like you can go whenever you really want to and it's been my job to empower my daughter as much as possible. And that's what I am really excited about in regards to like the hate. Like people are hating on her because she's had this privilege. But that's the wisdom of a father that said, you know what, I'm gonna cause this her 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 father is a is a um no her father I guess he's a US U.S. athlete, right? Uh, won a few gold medals and made the decision to dedicate himself and his body to that goal. And that evolved into something else. And it wouldn't have, I don't think, ever got there if it wasn't for the sacrifices of her mother that, you know, uh, married a, a man that was an attorney and that rose through the ranks as an immigrant and started representing the biggest names in Hollywood and, you know, kind of put the Kardashian name on the map like so it's just like this like snowball effect and a lot of times it's like you don't know what's going to come of it you don't know what the what the benefit's going to be but you make these sacrifices with the belief or the hope or the faith that it's going to put your family you know your next of kin that you won't even see like you know your grand grand grandchildren in a spot or a place where they could be successful like Kylie is successful so this isn't overnight success this isn't the success of your sister and I'm riding this is on the backs of your 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 last name like and you know that's why I think about with a lot of you know people that are wildly successful like even like Oprah her coming from nothing yeah congratulations you came from nothing Oprah but it's not all you it was your parents and the people that maybe you decided to surround yourself with and get influenced by that has elevated you to a point where you are the richest black woman in you know in the in the in the world so like you don't think she's like a billionaire I'm sure there's other rich black women that's true maybe not maybe not the world there's probably like a queen somewhere that's just like swimming in gold (laughs) but you know all the same you know she came from absolutely nothing 
Um, and like on a personal level, I think about my mom and I think about what she and my dad kind of went through as immigrants. You know, they came to this land with absolutely nothing and they made something of themselves by believing in God. It's a Sunday and it's beautiful outside. Um, so the motorcyclers will be out. But believing in God and believing in education, it, it allowed them to elevate uh, a whole family to a point where they probably make, as a family, you imagine like 13 sisters, all like half, six, half of them doctors, probably make six figures. Like, you could kind of think about my grandma, her sacrifices, because she didn't get the education. She just told her kids, get that education. This is the right thing to do. Go to church every Sunday. Put your faith in the God. Say the Our Father every night. You know, and it was just her, no husband, right? Like, that's a daunting present. But because of her faith in the future, she made sure to inspire that in her children and to see the outcome where... Her, her assets are worth a million dollars a year. That's trusting in the process. That, that's built on the back. So I only could imagine what the cousins are going to do, you know, me included. Like, now that you have these parents that are providing you with these, you know, they probably never went to summer camp or maybe grandma didn't have enough money to, like, say, hey, pick up an instrument, try this. Or, like, what we're doing with our daughter where... We're like, hey, you know, let me show you how to edit content. Let me show you how to sell merch. Let me show you how to create designs and have your own IP so you can have a product that's working for you while you're sleeping, which is very similar to what's going on with Kylie. And now we're at a level that we can actually preach that to our kids and they could actually implement and deploy. So, man, it's just, you gotta, you got, it's inspiring. Like, so that's, I'm not mad. I can't hate. I think their family did all the right things in the lane that they wanted to be in and I only want to do that for my people I just want to do that for my people so yeah man hats off to her like and on top of it all honestly on top of it all I don't know obviously I don't use her stuff but from what my wife has been telling me and like what I've seen on the internet it's actually really really good quality stuff like so it's not only that they're putting their name behind something and people are buying it but they're not scamming people like they're doing right by the people that they have built a community around if that makes sense so like yeah like only positive things my only contention is like 900 million over three years like that's a weird stat because that means she's making 300 million a year or it means that she had like a maybe last year was five like I just wish the numbers were clearer I wish there was a better understanding of everything that went is it just a lip kit or is it her like her um, her engagements and everything else that kind of comes along with that brand. Okay. But all in all, it's just inspiring. I want that for my kids. Like, and I don't think there's a time like you don't have to wait till forty to start being a million. Like you, could, Nikita, she think, could be a millionaire next it, year if I she wanted to. I think it's crazy, like what's how what social media has done in terms of like marketing. Like she, they they don't have to spend no money on marketing. Right. Like they're on social media and have like millions of followers right. and they post something. They post, they say my uh, I restocked and then they go out. And they get it. Like they don't have to pay nobody to to market things. Like with Kylie, she'll just be like, Hey, I'm coming out with a new lip kit and then she'll like show it, you know, she'll do her swatches on her arms or she'll try her right. lip you know, her uh, her new lip kit on. Um, I mean obviously 
Yeah, and it, it is like quality stuff, and it's a really like it's a really fun packaging too. Yeah, yep. it's always so interesting the packaging, and I think that's um, that's really important. Like even like with this, you know, I got this new purse, and I was like, what the hell? Like what type of like packaging is this? <laughs> like I spent how much money on this, you know, this Saint Laurent purse, and it just came in this box. <laughs> right. You expect like somebody with yeah. white gloves to hand it to you or, at the door. Like something. Because well, I've, you know, I've got a Louis Vuitton purse or a Gucci purse and um, like Burberry stuff. So the way that it was all packaged, they come, came in this nice this nice box and it was, I don't know. So I was kind of, I was like a little disappointed. Yeah, the design on the Kylie lip kit is pretty cool. Yeah, they just did a good job. And you know, even just working with my daughter, it's about the people that surround you. So this is what I'm saying. Like they have built a foundation around them of people that they trust and that they can go to, especially with her older sister. There. So yeah, she has all these advantages. But that's 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 a smart family. Like I I know a lot about graphic design. Oh, here's our food. You. Can I grab you anything right away? Uh, no. No, this looks I think great. We're good. Uh, no, I think I'll be good. Does it come with like a different dipping sauce? But this is really good. This came out good. Yeah. Um, so we have a really good, it's jalapeno aioli. Otherwise, um, can I get that, that dipping sauce? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Alright, let's, let's kind of take a break to tell our listeners what we've ordered. So you can go first. Um, I got like a soft shell taco. It was called the Where's Awesome it? Chicken. Um, it looks pretty awesome. Um, it comes with like some pretty regular standard fries. I'll let you know how it tastes in a second. As soon as I eat it. So I got the vegetarian burger where it has like the impossible burger meat. Um, so I guess it's really the texture and the taste is pretty similar to a real burger. But it's made out of soy like a wheat-based soy and like other vegetables like in it I don't too. It. <laughs> it looks like a looks like a burger. So yeah, we'll taste it and let you let you guys know. They have like a um obviously they do the um the mini golf so they have um a toothpick holding the sandwich together. It's in the shape of um uh, a golf tee. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like that. It's the packaging. Yeah. Oh. How does it taste? Tastes good. My food shakes are pretty good too. It has a, it has a spice to it, some heat. That's nice. Yeah, so. Kylie Jenner. She's surrounded by people that you know support her, and that's that's the infrastructure that you want to create for your family and things that, as a as a leader in your family, you you know you you have a plan or an idea around the talents of of uh, your kids, your children, Thank your you. your relationships. So it's kind of nice to have been awarded the idea of education, so I can work in these corporate environments and make a good amount of money and 
reinvest into the items that are inside my house. And that could be as simple as an iPhone for your daughter, right? And she's only 9 or 10. Or like a computer, a desktop computer, and getting specific software on there. And then leaving it, you know? Let them play, let them invent, or let them create and try to figure it all out. You know, at the minimum, you could do that for them because think about it. Soldier Boy made millions of dollars, and he just used uh, a pirated version of Fruity Loops and um, Cool Edit Pro, which is a free recording software on a computer that his dad bought him. And then he created uh, Crank That Soldier Boy, and he's a millionaire. You know, like so. It's just like having the tools available to you. Um, you know, and then having that innate. Hold on. Then having that innate talent inside of you to create something amazing with that tool, you know. But the thought, um, you know, we're talking about talking about Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy's dad believed in him, and he was like, and back in that day, it was probably like five to thousand dollars for a new computer. So it's like, man, like, or five hundred to thousand dollars for a new computer. So it's like, man, all right, I'm gonna get this for you, right? Use it. And, you know, he had faith. And, look, that was the best investment that he ever could have did for his son, you know? It allows him to live his life the way that he wants to. So, you know, I want to do the same thing for my son, my daughter. And not to say that education isn't going to be a key to that. Uh, we pump education throughout our household. We make sure that everybody's talking about college and thinking about what they want to be when they grow up and making sure that they have the pieces and the certificates and the relationships to make that happen so yeah yeah all right topic number two it's yours national ice cream day so it is national ice cream day um i'm not a big fan of ice cream i'll be honest with you if there's ice cream in the house i'm pretty much not the person that's eating it um but i do like ice cream um sometimes in special occasions especially birthdays so um, younger, I'm you not gonna. Ice cream cake. Yeah, I do. I like. I love ice cream cake. But that's not how you guys were thinking. Like you're thinking cones, not ice cream cakes. But it, birthdays. So I don't know. The first time that I got it, obviously I was young enough that I don't remember, but old enough that I uh, remember that it was a great experience. Um, I got this DQ ice cream cake. It was round. It had the uh, crumbles inside of it, which just like turns it up five notches. If you ever get a ice cream cake, make sure that there's those black crumbles. Now I'm not talking about Oreos. It's like this crumbly thing inside of there that just like makes it bomb. So. Oh, DQ ice cream cakes are made that way. Oh, they're all made like that. I always ask for it to make sure that it's in there. It's so amazing. But that is my favorite ice cream. It's always like you know. You're rushing to say the happy birthday song, and uh, for she's a he's a or she is a jolly good fellow, and then you're saying your wish, and then you have all these kids around you that's trying to blow out your candles, and then you blow out your candle after you're making your wish. And I'm a super indecisive person, so I'm like trying to, to like, what am I gonna wish for? And then oh, should I wish for this? And I can't tell anybody what I wish for. And it's a lot of pressure, and like all the while, the cake is melting because my birthday is in June 29th. It's always a hot day. It's always intense. You know, as a kid, I would always have my birthday parties outside or, you know, in some type of environment of heat. And, um, yeah, and then we just chow down. It'd be messy. It'd be gross. It'd be delicious. It'd be fun. There'd be a ton of laughs. And, yeah, ice cream cake. How about you? Well, I love ice cream. Um, 
I think just overall chocolate is my favorite ice cream. Mm. I love getting like chocolate ice cream cones from McDonald's. And not every McDonald's has chocolate ice cream cones, but the McDonald's that we where that's close to where we live does. And the other day I went in the storm. It was like alerts <laughs> coming like going off about like severe thunderstorms, seek shelter. And I was in the line at McDonald's getting some french fries and a chocolate ice cream cone although but when i got wrong. there they were like we only had vanilla and i was like what? Uh, but i still got a vanilla ice cream cone because i was like i came all this way ice this cream and french fries do taste amazing that's a great combination that's funny right it's mm -hmm. a weird combination but it tastes so good when i was a oh when i was a kid we used to have ice cream trucks did you used to have ice cream trucks I live on the reservation, Casey. What do you think? <laughs> you have like an ice cream cart? The guy that's just walking around? No. <laughs> Not have that. So have the authentic music that you're thinking about right now that's ringing in your head. And just like in the movies, all the kids would run out to the ice cream man. In Minnesota, it's illegal to like spin your ice cream into sprinkles. But I guess in New York it's not, or maybe they don't care. Um, so they would spin your ice cream cones into like these chocolate sprinkles and it'd be the best. You know, the whole, oh man, you just gotta see it, man. Mr. F Mr. Softy, look it up, you can listen to the song. Although, the song is actually a song that was utilized to brainwash like slaves. So. Says who? Says the internet. Yeah, everything's great, thank you. Says the internet. Yeah, if it's on the internet, that means makes it true. Yo, there was a lot of facts and details. Look it up. Y'all see what I'm talking about. I'm going to put the link in the description. Yeah, so... Sound like you had, like, two memories. <laughs> That's a big one. And um, when me and Deshaun went to New York, we found one, and we got an ice cream from them. And we got an icy, too. I'm so happy we got that icy. Because the icy ain't like the icy's over here. The icy's over here is a whole bunch of ice with a, some juice on it. it. It's the other way around. Like, it's so much sugary juice... And then, like, thicky ice, though, like, honestly, it's the best, man. I can't wait to go uh, to New York with my wife, and we can have that together, because I don't think we've ever done that, and she'd love it. You'd love it. We've never been to New York together. Yeah, we have. We didn't travel there together. Oh, I mean, like, we have been to New York together, but that was when we, like, were 19 and didn't have any money to do yeah, anything. We were pretty broke. But I'm talking about, like, like recently. I was like, I've been to New York by myself. You've been to New York by yourself. Just because we got kids, babe. Um, but yeah. So I guess one of my memories that I think about when it comes to ice cream is that there was this one place. Because again, I lived on a reservation. So there wasn't, there wasn't just like ice cream shops or something on the reservation. But there was this place called Tasty Freeze. And it was, I think, in Oberon which is maybe like 20 minutes away from wherever I live. And whenever like, I remember going out there with like my aunts or like maybe my grandpa too. And it was just the best. I don't remember what kind of ice cream that I used to get, but I just remember that I used to like, they were like, we're going to Tasty Freeze. I'm like, going to Tasty Freeze! <laughs> I think it's closed now though. Tasty Freeze. It's no longer in business. It's a great name. But. So happy National Ice Cream Day. Put your favorite ice cream memory in the comments below. 
if you've gotten this far in the episode. We appreciate you. All right. Topic number three. So my next topic is about Chance the Rapper and his proposal and comments made about it being trash. Um, I'm going to let you, like... I have no idea. I mean, and that's, that's just what it was. Like, he... It was, like, a family situation. It was, like... I think it was on the 4th of July. He got on one knee and proposed to her, like, outside. It was, like, in a backyard. Backyard barbecue type of situation. I think that's romantic. With their family. I think that's romantic. I think... I don't know. I mean, it goes two ways because you only have one proposal supposedly. So, you know, you want to make it as special as possible. Well, the, the day that you're proposing is you're thinking that this is forever. So, this is supposed to be the right, only right, right. one. Oh, cool. And you should be making it special because it's the only one. But it's also like Chance the Rapper. So, he could do. I mean, you could do whatever you want. I mean, we could do whatever we want. But at the end of the day, like. We want us, so like all the pop and circumstances like unnecessary. It's like graduation day is cool and everything, but it's a long day to get like a piece of paper. And like in a lot of ways it's for other people. It's not even for you. So if him and his girl had that understanding, like, yo, it's not that big of a deal, then it shouldn't have been it it shouldn't be a big deal. It won't it isn't a big deal. You know? And like, you know, because we have candid conversations about our reception and our wedding. Like, we love it. We don't regret a thing. But it's, you know, hindsight being 2020 with all the money that we spent. It's like, man, we could have went to Mars. <laughs> it was at Mars. We didn't spend that much money on our wedding. Nah, honestly, we could have went to, like, Europe and toured the entire, like... Yeah, we could have did that. We could have toured the entire continent. And it's something really short and sweet. Got married and then spent the rest on a, like, a, like, <laughs> like a honeymoon trip. A cruise across the like and saw Alaska and Wales and then went over to like Russia, we, then China, and then back and then like spent a week in Hawaii. Like, honestly, we're not gonna do all that with the money we spent. Right? But so, it was really for other people, uh, though. It, it really was is. For, for other people. It really is. It's um, a lot of work to make sure that a lot of other people are happy. And, you know, the other side of it is that you did create this moment for other people and it, it's a moment for your day. So it's a, it's a, it's like you're on the fence type of thing. It's like you don't regret it, but hindsight being 2020, there's like other options. So like maybe Chance is wise enough to be like, bro, I've seen everything, I've done everything. And I, you know, maybe he's a little jaded to the pomp and circumstance because he's a superstar. Mm -hmm. Although the way Kanye was proposed to his girl it's crazy crazy that's what Kanye West never has never been like a low-key person a low-key like person um well are you do you have any further comments nah I mean I don't know what would you think how would you do it um what you mean how I would do it how would I do what propose to you yeah if you were a chance to rapper how would you I mean I think that I mean, you're right. Like, it's it's about what whatever works for them. So if it, that was like a special situation for them, like then that that's cool. Like that's all that matters. Um, and like maybe she's like a low key person like that where he didn't have yeah. to do conversations he he are so different. He didn't he didn't have to do he didn't have to do all that. Right. Like, I can just see like a conversation where it's like we always do things for the public. 
right? So if you were to do something big and and the proposal was all like absurd, like that's for clicks. Mm-hmm. But to do it like local with your family and the people that are most important to you, not you know the fans, that could be more me more to her. Yeah. So. Let chance be chance. I just want to have a. Let chance take his chances. Just go back in time about our, you know, our own personal proposal. And um, I remember when he first. There's two proposals. Two of them. And one proposal, and I was like, "All right, redo." <laughs> so the first proposal, um, I don't even know if that was planned or anything, but what had happened, I was pregnant. I think I was probably like seven months pregnant or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and you wanted to go hang out with your cousin Mickey. And, you know, of course, he's giving me some type of attitude about leaving. And uh, you're like, I got you something. I couldn't resist. I was just so excited. And you're like, I got you something. Because this costs a million dollars. And then, honestly, the most expensive thing I've ever purchased. So you're like, but I'm not going to give it to you. I think to like after Christmas or something like that. And you show me. Like you're like, I'll show you the receipt though. And and I was like, yo, you can't just show me the receipt of this ring and not give this <laughs> ring to me. Like, because I'm going di- to like dig through this house. I was like, you do not want me climbing all over the place, seven months pregnant, trying to find this ring. So you better give me this ring right now. And um, so then you got on one knee, and I think he was like, I don't know what she said. Like, are you ready to do this? Are you ready to do this forever or something like that? Like, you marry me. So it was like so exciting. It was so exciting. And, um, and I think what had happened was that I was thinking about it. I'm like, really though? Like, this is how he's gonna propose to me? Like, he, you're such an extra person. Just like, with everything. And I was like, this is like the most, the, this is a moment where you could be the most extra. And I was like, and I want an extra situation. And I think that I had just, uh, one of your friends got proposed to, and they did this whole like scavenger hunt thing. And I was like. It didn't even work out. I know it didn't even work out either. So it means nothing. That's unfortunate. But, <laughs> well, it's but, not. I, but. He has a better relationship. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm just saying it's unfortunate for that guy. They went through, he went through through all that. I know, it's so stupid. And then it didn't work out. But, you know, it just kind of, you know, it made me feel some type of way. I was like, I feel like I should have, like, a better, like, a better, like, proposal. Um, Like, that that was cool and everything, but just, I just felt like I deserved more. You did. And then, you know, so we got, got my, got my ring size. So that was out for like three they months had, they had to <laughs> add like eight pounds of gold because <laughs> my finger is so small it's <laughs> oh, funny but <clears throat> and you did a redo so you proposed to, like you proposed to me again and it and i felt like that like the second time was like that was like yeah i deserve that you know our family was there even though like i low-key like knew like everything was happening that's Just, hard to at least i don't know i but it, I thought that it was nicer. We went to we went to a nice little restaurant. Like um, our parents were there. Yeah. We got like had roses. Like someone brought up roses in this nice little like crystal vase. You yeah. had people playing the violin, the violin and the guitar. Yeah, you know, yeah. a photographer there. Even though like one thing I really wish that you did was like let's dress up and be nice because I was not looking. I was not ready for a photographer 
Well, if she knew everything was happening, she should have been ready. Not well, it was a, it was kind of like, okay, I think this is what's happening, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I just wanted to, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just, but the reason why I didn't, like, I was just doing, like, the standard things that we do in a normal day is so I can throw you off and it'll be a real surprise. But I am an extra person, but it's, I'm at the point in my life, and even then I was kind of getting to it, where it's just like, I don't want to be extra. <laughs> because if you're extra all the time, the extraness is expected, and then it's not even, like, as exciting anymore and you it's like extra stuff is work so you put on this work and it's just like of course this is what I expected so I have to throw everybody off my scent be very average and vague and then come back in with some extra stuff I don't know but it's not even to me like that that element of surprise is not necessarily like super important like I just think I don't know just the fact that she put like a like thought into whatever it is that you're doing like you just getting me flowers that one day you no know, like my mom's a favorite flower like no no that's nice she just did that it wasn't like this huge thing but it was really nice um and you just do like little small things and it doesn't need to be this grand thing all the time but it's just putting like thought into it is what matters i agree and you know, putting thought into it requires like planning. <laughs> it's something to figure out though, because as time goes on, like, and you get used to people's tricks, it's just like. No, it's not. But it doesn't matter. I hear what you're you saying. still always like you still have always done that for 13 years. Have done things like that, and it's I'm still very appreciative that you do. I'm just like, oh yeah, of course, <laughs> get me flowers. No, maybe I'm being hard on myself. Like I don't know. I still appreciate it. I appreciate you too. So I don't want you to. I think don't make that as an excuse. Like that's why I don't do stuff because I gotta like I have to make sure you you get surprised. No, I want you to continue <laughs> to do stuff like that. Like it doesn't matter if I'm gonna be surprised or not. All right, you got it. Well, keep up the good work, Chance. The real challenge begins now. <laughs> gotta stay together. Stay together. Telling uh, my artist uh, Pharaoh that. It's a promise that you make to God, so you should be pretty serious about it when you're getting into it. I just hate it when people are like engaged and they're like, you know, obviously it's a tough. They call it what do they call it when you're getting when you're getting engaged? Oh, oh, cold feet. Yeah, cold. Feet. Yeah. You know, cold feet something normal and it's natural. So, but it's so tough, man. Like people, I hear stories of people like throwing around rings calling people names or saying, you know, I don't even want to be with you and stuff like that. It's so tough because if you guys are getting ready to go in front of a priest, you know, you should just imagine that you have God, the guy that's going to be at the gate, you know, basically letting you in or not. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. I promise thickness and thin, I'm going to be with this guy or girl. And then you kind of, I mean, there's reasons to give up. Don't get me wrong. Like, let her cheat on you or let him cheat on you. Like, bye. But, like, just because maybe things get a little boring and he's not shaking it up or she's not, you know, going the extra mile for you that week or that month, you just get fed up and you're, like, ready to throw in the towel. It's like, man, you did not really understand what you were getting yourself into. And it's unfortunate. You know, 50% of marriages end in divorce, so... 
a lot of people just don't understand the, the I think the importance of what you're doing, like how critical it is, you know, what you're really saying. Forget the legal stuff, like you're marrying two souls, like it's deep. So you should really do that homework and that study. When me and Trish was getting married, we went to counseling or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's helpful. like a, I really like that languages. about like Catholic, the Catholic church is like that. Like they were like, all right, you better make sure that you're going to be with this person. Like, yeah, we went through a, like, it was like a long process. We had to go through a marriage retreat. We had this counseling thing that we had to do. We did this, um, like, compatible type of test to see, like, what we were, you know, the most compatible on to make sure that we were on the same page when it came to, like, morals and values and, like, just our life plan. I think that's really important. I don't, like, yeah, I don't think that people necessarily think about those things because they're just like, oh, I'm just so in love and this is right. the person that I want to be with and not not think about those hard conversations that you have to have. But, you know, they don't got it all right because they don't believe in sex before marriage. We don't believe in, like, living together. And I think that's super important, too. Like, <laughs> I think it is. Sex is really important. And, you know, if you are with somebody with a high sex drive and then you have a low sex drive and you can't really satisfy them, I mean, that's where treating can come from or whatever, I'm sure. And then, like, living together, like, people have... <laughs> Like, people definitely live differently. Mm -hmm. And getting used to that or being able to tolerate it or, like, live adapt together to cohesively. Like, yeah, yeah. To all those words. You know, that is a mission. That's a hard thing to do, That's for sure. Hard. Especially when you had your own place, you haven't been living with your parents forever, and you live by your own rules. Like, that's... That's new because now you have a hybrid rule, a rule system that it's not just your way or the high, it's Yahweh, like both of y'all. So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, All right. But they'll do fine. We did fine. It's tough, but as long as you just have that, a good foundation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> topic number four. This is my topic, right? Yeah, last topic. All right. All right, you shouldn't eat anything else on your plate because like, this fly is attacking you. Dang, you know that's the that's the worst part. I mean, I hate flies. I hate flies. <laughs> I think people should be able to out eat outside comfortably without having flies like just jump onto your shit. They don't even eat it; they just like land on it and hang out, gross you out. Maybe they are eating it. I just don't know. They're licking it, sucking on it or something. Sounds like the worst. <laughs> God. All right, so last topic of the day. If I could figure out what it was, can y'all remind me? Because we said it at the time. Slut walk, Casey. Ah, oh, slut walk. <laughs> so this is. Oh, yeah, I'm all done. How much is that? Did you want to do uh, put putting? Or? I mean, you can ask your mom. You need to like let your mom know that we uh, be longer. Cause I told her that we were gonna be home like at four. No, let's just go. Okay. No, we're fine. Uh, well, um, let me get a coke with a lemonade. Yeah. What's the? Uh, can I see the dessert menu? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Oh, uh, too bad. Um. I don't really want to go up there anyway. Yeah, that's what I was asking. 
Um, yeah, the Slut Walk. So it's on October. It's uh, put together by um, Amber Rose. Um, and she's just trying to rebrand the word slut because it's been used in derogatory fashion because it's a derogatory word. Okay, I'm getting into my <laughs> my feelings of the word or the, the walk. But uh, yeah, so lately there's been like this uh, trending video online about this guy that was interviewing a few of the sluts that were at the slut walk. And Why do you have to say sluts though? <laughs> that's what they're calling yes. themselves. And um, yeah, and it, it has some interesting reactions and he has some interesting points and I guess that's what puts it on the table today. It is in October so it's a couple months away and um, yeah. Uh, what do you think of the slut walk? Is it something <laughs> that you participate in? I mean, I get the message. That she, you know, that she's trying to do, she's just basically like saying like, you know, there's this double standard. There's a double standard with how women can conduct themselves and how men can, can conduct themselves. And if it's viewed by society in a positive or negative way, like I think that men can get away with being promiscuous or like sleeping with like a lot of women. And you know, they're the man, like they're the champ to be able to like do something like that but it's not the same thing for um, a woman. And that's that's what the message is. It's just like, yo, let 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 women like be as promiscuous as they want or let them like, you know, like use, uh, what the heck are you doing right now? You're like squirting lemon <laughs> all over me. Thank gosh. Is you even squirting in your drink? Sorry. Um, yeah, so it's just like let them like live their lives. Like if they want, if they want to have one night stands every night of the week, like let them do that and don't like don't shame them about that. Don't slut shame them, and that's what it's about. And um, you know, just taking that word slut too, because it's just a really derogatory word. And I think that people have done that with a lot of other words. I mean, the N word, like that's basically what happened with that word. Um, people like with the word bitch or with the, with the word like whore like you know and now you're like bitch um, you know he turned it into like it's like a different feeling now when you say that word but like slut still I don't know still has that really like negative feeling if someone were to call you a slut I suppose. Um, so I think that's what they're doing um, I don't know. I see. I see both sides of it. How some people feel like. I think in general, men and women should be like a little more um, picky with who they decide to sleep with. I think like over. I don't know. Just like reading certain things. It's like you know, like whenever you decide to sleep with someone it's like you're sharing like that that person's energy like you know you like you're really like, you're literally like connecting with each other so it's like you're sharing each other's like energy and you're sharing like their spirits and like who you don't even know who that person is so you could just be having this like total like this this horrible energy that's like now inside your body or like you know this 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 energy that's maybe tainting your spirit and so i think that that's something that people should like keep in mind whenever they're choosing to sleep with somebody and um, I don't know I think people be, should be more picky about it like it's cool cool being free and everything but 
then you get yourself in dangerous situations when you're like free. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you hit the nail on the head. I I don't know what to think of it. I just think, yeah, I guess they're like powering down the word by overusing it in a variety of different ways or rebranding it. Um, I think it's a weird word to want to use. Um, but yeah, I guess the N-word is a good example of uh, a rebrand and I don't know. Sometimes things are just left, better left unsaid. And if we can just like eliminate that word from our vocabulary and be offended and call people out that utilize it. Because if you're really trying to like get rid of the word, well, cool, they'll just call you something else. <laughs> so you really right. have to just switch up the thought that women can do everything that a man can do. Mm. I don't know if this helps. I think good examples of, of women doing exciting things, you know, and being powerful and open with their sexuality. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, but how do you do that though? Without just like having sex whenever you want, however you want, with yeah, whoever you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, do it, and you know, and it, like they're saying by doing that you are, you know, doing something wrong. So you just have to prove to people that it's not wrong. And I think you that, that just comes in conversation. I don't think it has anything to do with the word slut. Maybe it comes in the conversation or dealing with people or challenging status quo and just saying, well, let's just let's talk about it. What are your ideas there? Why? And then why is there a double standard? You know, I think a lot of times people come to their own conclusions and that's the best way to really convince people is just essentially by challenging them. You know, challenging doesn't come in my point of view. It comes in asking questions so you can create your own point of view. So it's just the way they're going about it. Like right now we're talking about the definition of a word. Like, we're gonna redefine this word, like F the word. Start thinking about the that's not, that's not a message though. It's just about that. It is about redefining that thought process too, about the double standard. It's not necessarily just a word. Well I'm just saying. The word is a distraction from your major cause. So like I don't know, like you could flip it. Yeah, I mean you're calling it a slut walk, but you can call it women empowerment like walk. I don't know. Like I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, putting all this attention on this word and mm -hmm. the fact that you were offended probably by somebody calling you that word like, cool you could disarm the word slut fine they're gonna find a different word to call you mm -hmm. they're gonna still call you a hoe they're gonna call you a, you know and it, it's all about intent somebody can still call somebody an n-word and if there's you know malice behind it that word is gonna hurt just as much as it ever did Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I know what you're trying to do. It's just like I don't necessarily agree with the approach. However, maybe you know, being controversial gets you more clicks, gets you more attention, and that could be part of the strategy. So, you know, I it just does. I just hate I just hate words like that flowing around in comment in um in social media and comment culture just because then it's more more exposure for it and there's going to be people out there that don't take the time to really understand 
the movement and what you're trying to do. They're just gonna know that your Amber Rose, that she used to be a slipper, uh, stripper, used to date Kanye West and Wiz Khalifa, and it's the cool thing for now. And now you have a whole bunch of young girls calling each other sluts, thinking that yeah, it's just it's just a word. I don't know. I I, I would be very Sorry. angry if my my daughter or someone close to me was calling themselves and their friends that word. So I'm like, I don't know. But then you think of the N word, so. But again, instead of disarming that word and, you know, the general population of black people, <laughs> whoever the leaders of black people are, they started saying, you know, we're not using this word anymore. In our music, in our advertising, in our shows, in our, like, we're getting rid of it. We're not, white people can't say it, we can't say it, we're done. They wouldn't be using that word at all. And if you do use it, like there's an issue and you're not calling me out for saying it and it's, it's not even a conversation mm -hmm. there's other words out there like bro and my guy my G like it gets the same point across like mm -hmm. just gotta make those sacrifices so I'm looking at this uh, I don't have any further comments on that topic I'm looking at uh, these dessert options what are you gonna do so I don't know they have these lemon bars and it says something about our prize winning uh, recipe so that seems interesting and it also has like homemade cookies so homemade chocolate chip and a toffee butter cookie is that what the one you want i don't know so it's like the prize winning recipe that draws me to that uh, yeah you should do it you like lemon yeah lemon bars it's like cookies though mini donut pastry a party party no i don't want that <laughs> Betty cookies, no, that sounds good. And then Remy wise. Martin, Louis the Thirteenth. Know what that is? It's a cognac. Yeah, that's not a dessert. It's just two hundred sixty dollars. Oh, it's only two hundred sixty dollars. We gotta get that. Yeah, but it has some else right here, like a weird thing. It's like Starter Royce Rolls Royce. Oh my <laughs> it's god. It's just like three hundred and eight thousand dollars. I wish I want to order it and buy it and see what happens. That'd be so dope. 300,000, I'd have to be like a hundred millionaire to just feel comfortable with throwing it around like that. Right. What do you want to order? I don't know. <laughs> what? Let's, um, I mean, I really want to order this dessert before we can eat this dessert. Well, we're going to enjoy this dessert without you guys. I'm giving this place a four out of five stars. I thought it was pretty good. The ambiance is right, the food was legit, the fries could have been specialer. <laughs> More specialer. Specialer. Um, so I give it a solid four out of five. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with a four out of five too. Food, I mean, the food was food was cool. Um, it's just really about the ambiance, though. Plus, there's extra things you can do. There's miniature golf you can do. You can go on a Ferris wheel. Or um, looks like there's a lot of interesting cocktails too. So it's definitely a situation where you can like go out at yeah, night. After hours. Yeah, and it would be a hour. nice situation. And it's like yeah. a really bubbly environment, so. Meet some cool people in a great neighborhood, so. Yeah, I can see this place being popping. So that's an average of four stars. Come out to uh, Minneapolis and check out Betty Dangers. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with your friends and family members. And until next time. Bye. Bye.